Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 83rd episode of Concerned Dads Podcast. I'm your host, Katie M. Kane. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he has a line of CBN and D8 products. It is called Solo. Is the name of the company? Solo Scientific. Solo Scientific is the name of the company. He just got the logo. I'm pretty sure he just got the license. We're going to ask him a whole bunch of dope questions about it. I have never seen products marketed as such with this cannabinoid. I am completely impressed. He is also a person of color. So it, it in the cannabis industry, dude, that is big ass shit, man. His name on Instagram is brownguy420. His name is Paul Rosas. Yep. Yeah, Paul Rosas in the building, ladies and gentlemen, on Concerned Dad's podcast. Welcome, sir. Can you hear us? I can hear you, man. Thank you for having me on the show. No doubt. Thank you, dude. Like, man, it is dope. There's there's not a lot of people of color in the cannabis industry, so it's awesome to see someone, you know, succeeding and doing something different, too, dude. Like, way, way left field and shit, man. So <laughs> I... I usually guys just want to oh it's fire it's not fire like guys don't want to nerd out most of the time you know what i mean and when i find those homies it's like yeah man like, and when i get to interview them on my podcast it's like cool dude i get to ask a whole bunch of cool questions so um, yeah it's been a you know the cannabis industry is getting more and more vast it's not just thc delta nine anymore yeah and, uh you know, I've done a lot of trial and error. I've gotten into one business and it does okay, then fails. Another business, a partner might screw me over. So, you know, the name Solo originated because I said, if I want to do it right, I got to go solo, you know? No and, doubt. Uh, and then I had a farm. I got screwed over by my, my investors. And then... So, man, so did I, man. So in 2016, <laughs> that's how I'm just like, I, I commend you for keep pushing, right? like keep yeah, pushing, dude. Like it's... I, I want to stay in the industry. And and so, you know, I, I extended that solo name to Solo Scientific because I like to nerd out, like you said, man. I, I, uh, I got into hemp because there's a vast other, whole other area of cannabinoids that we can figure out and find out stuff. And Mm -hmm. So my company is based on what, what they consider miners. And so all your miners are all the other stuff that you see in like a, a test result. So, yeah. you, know, we're, you know, CBD, CBG, CBN, Delta yes. H. Yeah. And it's going to, the list will go on further and further, the CBC, CBNDs, all that other stuff. So it's, it's going to be a, an evolving type of, you know, business. Yeah, dude. And can you talk a little bit about those two cannabinoids man cbn and delta a and because a lot of people are only looking for for two readings on the fucking label you know what i mean it's like thc or cbd or a yeah. ratio of this to that or it passed or failed on this or that you know what i mean yeah you know and and uh you know companies that are like mine we're out there trying to experience and, and give education uh, that's why I'm bringing back like my YouTube and stuff to give education on these cannabinoids because it's taken so long for people to uh, adopt new cannabinoids into their into their life and want to you see what they're about. Um, and like you said, it's it's always been just pretty much Delta Nine, your THC. And, and well, and and the the quantities that you can get it in, like even if you're getting dabs, it's you, you know, it might be maybe you're lucky if there's 1% something other than THC yeah. or CBD, you know what I mean? But usually it's like 0. 0.0 something, but it, it registers still. But who's to say what's a therapeutic dose, you know right. what I mean, of that cannabinoid? So, yeah, fuck what you're doing is tight, dude. Like it's. Yeah. So so we started with Delta 8. Um, it, it it was a it was just something like I, I had quit quit. uh smoking Delta nine TAC because I had so much business in my life and so many things going on that I was, I, I guess you would call it the paranoia part where you're like, shit, did I do that? Did I, yeah. did I, uh, did I turn that off? And yeah. If I didn't, you know, and I'd end up going back to the work and checking and I'm like, Oh man, I turned everything off. I wasted my time. Hell you know? yeah. So I, that's I, I can paranoia. relate, bro. Yeah. You know? Checking the door three times too. Yep. Like, fuck man. <laughs> and, and so I heard that, Delta eight actually was uh, anti-anxiety, anti-paranoia. Um, it, it, and it, it's more of a focus type situation uh, with it. 
rather than uh, couch lock where you're just laid back and, you know, yeah. smoking, you know, the good stuff, you know, I always, what I tell people nowadays with Delta eight is Delta nine is what you, we all know you smoke some and you, you're kind of laid back, you know, with cannabis, there used to be a, a hard distinction between indica and sativa and today everything's more or less a hybrid yeah. 60 40 70 30s whatever and so it's hard to get a hard indica or a hard sativa and i always like to get back in the day smoking just straight sativas because they they uplifted you uh i called it work weed you'd smoke yeah. that work because you're just out there doing whatever you're doing I'll call and it mom, Delta, mom weed when I worked in the store because moms had come in wanting that jack. You know what yeah, I mean? Because exactly. they, they, they got to do chores and take care of kids and shit. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And, and, can't, and, and they don't want to get that couch lock and, and, and not do their responsibilities. And then when it came to extractions, it was kind of the same thing. Extractions, everyone was either just making hash, BHO at the beginning, mm -hmm. CO2 rolled in. And then now, I mean, I've, this has become a chemistry field is where I'm at. And, and uh, I used to say that, you know, oil's oil, like dabs are great. They're, it, I say it was like a rush of a high, but then it leveled out to be such a clean high. Yeah. And when it came to uh, Delta 8, it's, I, Delta 9, I always said was just like your indica. And, and I said, oil's oil. Yeah. Well, now with Delta 8, I say that, Delta nine is like your indica. Delta eight is like your hardcore sativa. Word. So if you're smoking Delta eight, you're focused. You're you're doing what you need to do. I'm not double checking anything. I'm not going. Oh man, did I turn that heating mantle off? You know, because if it burns up overnight, that's a that's two thousand dollars. You know, yeah, so like yeah. I'm not tripping like that anymore with Delta eight. Uh, that's that's cool, dude. Yeah, and it's it's really. Uh, my my best friend and and business partner, uh, he's had he, you know he he has a lot of issues with anxiety. Uh, so if he smokes Delta Nine, he'll usually just hang out in the house and he you know he's not going to run outside and play basketball with his kids or anything you know. Yeah. Um, and now with Delta Eight, he could smoke Delta Eight. He's out there doing whatever he wants to do, not thinking about it. He's just doing it. And so it, you know it really helped him out with not having to have that anxiety type feeling that well, was involved with Delta 9. And I just think it's cool to see another way to differentiate uh, the effects with terminology, dude, because like you're saying, sativa and indica are, it's relevant for beginner folks who are just starting to smoke, you know what I mean? But when right. you really nerd out, it's like, well, how can I really tell? Because sometimes you grab a strain that you think is one or the other and it gives you the opposite effects, you know what I mean? And so, yeah breaking it down by cannabinoid bro like that shit is dope and it, it's it makes me want to look for that on a test now it's like nah it's got a lot of d8 in there man this should be good if we're going to the studio to make some music you know yeah you know, keep you focused and and you're gonna start seeing uh people that are wanting to do mix delta eight and cbc together soon so that's my next cannabinoid i'll be i'm, I'm gonna be uh trying to figure out how to purify cbc um, yeah, because CBC will is also very uplifting. So I've been taught, you know, people t tell me like, hey, look, you know, I'm a college student. I'm working hard. I'm studying hard. I'm doing things I need to do. I need to stay focused, focused and, and positive about what I'm doing. But I still want to get I still want to feel hot. Yeah. And so so we're, you know, Delta 8 has been what they've been using, like in a vape cartridge or something. Dope. And you can smoke on that, have a good high, but still be focused and do your homework or whatever you got to do. And now the CBC with a mixture with Delta 8 is going to do the same thing. It's just going to make you even more focused. Man. So, yeah. Very much a zoning out type of, you know, like yeah. music or you're doing any anything creative. Yeah. That's where Delta 8s come in. Well, because that's, I, I am, I'm a musician. It was rap when I was a kid. It's more rock and roll now. Um, and it is there's certain homies that you know and they had a bad experience with weed where they did get super paranoid or anything and so this is like new knowledge i can say to them like nah bro look for the da or look yeah. for this guy's products like try it bro i'm telling you like it's marketed yeah. as such for a person like you who's you know 
who's had that experience in the past and wants to have a better one right now. You know what I mean? Yep. I feel you. It definitely. It's like, I, I, I tell people, let you just zone out whatever you're doing. You know, it's uh, if you're looking to relax, like just like having a, a beer or anything like that, that's your Delta nine. That's your, yeah. that's where you're kicking back and chilling, but Delta eight, definitely you're, you're putting in work with it. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I man, I, I was in a uh, treatment with a guy when I was 19 um, out there at Sundown M Ranch by Yakima. Mm-hmm. And he he grew up in Africa, moved to France, became a doctor. He was a geneticist in Seattle. And his, his wife brought him to treatment because he was drinking too much. But he said that in Africa, there was weed that will make you work. You know what I mean? He's like, dude, mm-hmm. 12, 12 hours. And then he said, there's weed that will make you sleep. And then there's weed that will make you fuck or have sex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He said there was three different kinds. And I didn't fucking know that shit when I was 19, you know what I mean? But he said back home in Africa, that's what it's like, dude. And so very much was, so. Yeah. You know? Well, so, in Africa and places like that, they don't America's very hardcore into crossbreeding, breeding, 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 breeding. And that's why, you know, something today might say that it's a 60% sativa, you know, 40% indica, and you think it's gonna make you go up, but the indica side of it is more dominant still even though it's yeah. only 40 percent, it's still relaxing whereas yeah. you get these land race type strains that are in different countries that haven't really been touched someone just keep growing it every year getting seeds out of it keeps growing it. and so they're very uh you know solidified like if, if it makes you you know relaxed or makes you want to you know go have sex with your woman or you're doing whatever they've they've solidified those cannabinoids and it's kind of like what what i'm doing in the lab now yeah we're trying to find them figure out what they are how they work and then solidify it because then you can like mix them up and say this is gonna help you do this or this or you know yeah i always got into the industry because i always said you know this is this this is a medical medicinal plant yeah it is man as of where i could say that you know you know this bottle of water right here you know, helps you, you know, cure cancer. You got to find out what part of the bottle is it the label, the cap, the, the water in it that's yeah. curing cancer. So, uh, to make this and get people to accept it as a, you know, homeopathic or whatever you want to do, you got to really find out which one it is that's doing it. And that's, that's where, that's where, you know, uh, they consider me a conversion lab where I'm, uh, we're, we're maturing the, the cannabis molecule and evolving it into these into these other cannabinoids yeah so that we can experience them and see how they are man can can i ask some questions about process and stuff like do you have do you have uh like do you have homies that are like breeding for cbn and and because cbn and thc delta nine breaks down into cbn over time right so is it like do you just get older material and that's how you isolate it or like how does you know, that work yeah, you know, there's there's a couple there's a couple ways to it. Um, honestly, uh, you know, the way people figured out CBN uh, before was just they had they had Delta Nine. They cut down a plant. You know, they got the smoking and stuff. But then, you know, maybe they had so much that some of it just got old. Yeah. And and through its you know oxidation from sun or heat, whatever, that oxidation actually uh, was lowering the THC. And, and your trichomes are getting more and more amber and oxidized, and now your CBN level's coming up. Yeah. But, you know, if you're, like, I have a little experiment. I have a bag of old trim, and I keep testing it. You know, it's about a year old right now. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I'll take a test of it every, every couple of months just to see where the CBN levels are naturally. And, uh, I mean, after a year, they're, they're, they're up to, you know, 7%, 6 7%. Damn, that's crazy, um, dude. That's cool, man. It, it's way cool. And then, you know, what what we're doing is we we want CBN at 99%, you know, 98, 99, 99.9% so that we can have it in a pure form so yeah. that we know exactly what it's doing. And at that point, I'm doing uh, I'm speeding up the oxidization of the of of the cannabinoid to get there yeah. and bring it your deltas all the way into cbn oh dude so you can just basically get distillate and and just cook it long because dude that can i like 
when I my uncle taught me how to make weed butter in Seattle, right? And he's right. like, you gotta cook that shit for 12 hours at least, but 18 to 24 is what I do mine, and those are those cookies you like, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I would do that. I'd get the jelly bag and the, the gloves to squeeze it out. And dude, those cookies I made were vicious. They did what I wanted them to do. I could sleep good and everybody else liked them too. But then when uh you know, when I switched to Rec and all these different edible companies started coming out and they just started using distillate, like I I never got that same slow down, that chopped and screwed feeling, you know what I mean? And that like, I started figuring that out. Like they're just using, and I would ask them, how long do you guys decarb your distillate for? And nobody would answer that question. You know what I mean? It's like, did you guys not make it and just bought it from someone to source it? So you don't know, like it was just, it was weird. And so a lot now, of people, a lot of people, white label products have somebody else make it for them because they have a good uh, flavor to a gummy or a candy bar. Yeah. They went, to, they went to distill it because, uh, so when it comes to making these things, so like your, you know, the weed butter days, yeah. my, my, my mom scared me to death with edibles. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> She, she made the old, you know, this is how we did it in the 70s type of brownie, you know, and yeah. she would decarb the, the trim right on a cast iron uh, uh, pot or pan or whatever, and she would sit it there and heat it up until little wisps of smoke would come out of her ground up material, and then at that point, that's when it got introduced into the butter, and then uh, she started making brownies out of it, and what she's doing is decarbing it right there on, yeah. on the plant matter. It's like a, it into the butter, like a big I, volcano vape thing, but just yeah, in the pan, dude. That's crazy. It was borderline hallucinogenic for brownies, you know. Oh yeah, and man. Just whoop my ass, and but today's world, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You you make butter, and you're gonna taste it in the product. Yeah, you're gonna taste weed in it, and and people people are trying to make it so you don't taste anything. So at that point, you go to a distillate. Yeah. And when it comes to a distillate, as you get into wreck, you know, before wreck, no one cared. They just mixed it up and try it, you know, yeah. and then you get all wrecked off it. But with recreational, you got to consistency. They, they want to, yeah, consistency on a product, but they also want milligrams, you know, how many milligrams are in your product. So, so when it comes to that, when you're, when you're trying to, let's say, uh, make gummies, and you're trying to do a case study, you know, to put your product out there, they have to, a lab is going to test that, you know, you're going to give them 10,000 gummies and they're going to test random ones out of the whole thing yeah. and make sure your consistency is good. Yeah. So when you use a distillate, it's, it's better because it went the purity level at 85%, let's say Delta eight, Delta nine, whatever it is, uh, that's 850 milligrams or 850,000 milligrams per liter at that point. So you can you can do the math after that and, and figure out how your dosing works on yeah, that. Yeah, because I- And then I, when you go to a purity, like an isolate, a powder, that's 99.9, .9, the math gets even easier. Yeah, because At that dude. point, you have 999,000 milligrams in your one liter of product. So because well, distributes that, beautifully. And you guys get you turn it into isolate right i saw the cookie yeah. trays and shit i was like man we used to trim on those that is that like all <laughs> it looks like cocaine powder bro but it's yeah CDN? It, yeah pretty much you know it, uh, what you're doing there is so you go from plant matter and then you you're gonna wash that plant matter uh in, in the hemp industry most of the time it's done with the ethanol food grade ethanol and you know just like everclear or something you know yeah so you're gonna wash those trichomes off and separate the trichomes from the plant matter. Once you have it in that, that's called crude. Like it looks like oil. So that's why they call it crude oil. Yeah. And from there, you're going to decarboxylate your oil at about 150 uh, Celsius. Okay. You let it bubble until all the bubbles are gone. And they're, it's very fine bubbles, barely bubbling. At that point, you're fully decarboxylated. And then from there, we're going we're gonna to distill it. So once you distill it, you're going to get rid of all the, the crap and you're going to have like a, from a dark black oil look like an, like a Rick Simpson oil. Yeah. Distilled into that golden oil color. 
Yeah, like it, sometimes it's red too, man. Yeah. They said that's from the iron and the chloroplast or some shit like that. Yeah, you can get reds from, I mean, it just really depends. Sometimes pH imbalances in the oil. There's uh, ways of fixing that. Um, but yeah, chloroplast, I mean, it just really depends. Uh, you can have chlorophyll in, in your oil if yeah. you didn't properly winterize your oil uh, when, when in the crude stage. So once you wash it off, and you have, you know, ethanol and cannabinoids all in, all together. You're supposed to put it in a freezer and freeze it to negative 40 Celsius. At that point, you're freezing all your plant waxes, fats, and lipids. Then you run it through filtration, and that now you don't have that chlorophyll. You don't have none of that stuff in there. And See, that's how you're gonna get a golden oil, dude. I you I fucking did intake for like two months at Human Collective. And I never got these answers from the guy making the shit I was buying. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, fuck, dude, thank you, man. Like the, the term winterized, bro. Like so many companies, all our, our CO2, what does that mean? Oh, well, it goes through a problem. Like, tell me about the process. And I don't know if maybe they thought I was too dumb to understand, but fuck, dude, thanks for explaining that shit too. Cause yeah, it, you know, uh, it's, I mean, that's, that's what, you know, when I, before my YouTube got had gotten shut down, I was I was doing a lot of growing at the time, and that's what I did was teach teach people all this. You know, back in the day before internet was out there, you you just knew some guy that grew the dank, you know, and you'd be yeah. like, "Damn, dude, I want to grow some weed, dude. How how you doing it?" And he'd be like, Psh, "Yeah, whatever," you yeah. know, because they didn't want. To, you know, to teach you and now your competition or something, you know, yeah. and it didn't even matter if you just want to grow your own stash. They just never wanted to tell you the secrets. Yeah. And so when I got into YouTube, I gave up everything. I, all the years experience I had on growing so that other people can grow. And See, I love that dude. Like that sharing of knowledge. Yeah, and, you know, man. And I, and I'll, and I'm the, I'm the same way when it comes to working in the lab now, I mean, there's certain things I, I, I won't tell because uh, proprietary. Not, um, shit. Yeah, I mean, some of it could be proprietary, but I'm, I'm actually doing chemistry now. So some of this, I don't want someone to hurt themselves with later or make a product that's unsafe, you know. Yeah. So so at that point, you know, you know, even when it comes to working with ethanol, you really got to be be careful with it. It's the same thing as. Uh, you know, the backyard BHO guys that were out there just slamming cans of, but uh, you know, butane I, I, through the, through the tubes. Fucking guilty of doing that a time or two, I, too, I, bro. I'd be lying to say if I didn't have, a, you know, yeah. the glass tubes out there blasting into a fucking Pyrex plate, you know? Yeah, dude, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, you know? I, and, and so that's, after a couple of times, it was like, this doesn't feel safe, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I, I, I I've like, had people... Oh, let's evaporate the butane and then put it on a flame. And you're like, what are you doing? And then oh. whoosh. And then I'm out there running out with the flaming, flaming pot of VHO and, and, yeah. and butane, burning my sleeves on my jacket, you know, to save the house or whatever, you know, like my buddy's garage. And yeah. At that point, I was like, holy shit, man. This, you know, this could be dangerous, you know? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yes. After yeah. that, I got into closed loop extractions, you know. Uh, that was a whole new type of ball of wax there. Yeah. And uh, it just gave me my love for wanting to do the extractions. And, you know, the, the, the hemp industry is, uh, I think, is where I never intended to go into the hemp industry. It was from my bad partners, uh, the people that invested into my farm on the recreational side. Yeah. They, they screwed me and tried to hit me with like a... Uh, uh, no compete or whatever. Like I couldn't compete or do anything in the industry for a period of three years. Oh, so man. I ended up, uh, I ended up leaving the country for a couple of months, going down to South America and helping with their cannabis. Tight, and then, dude. <laughs> Tight. And, then, and then popped back up here and all of a sudden, boom, hemp is everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, wow, what is this? You know, it looks just like weed. I mean, those fields are amazing. A hundred acres of just, Pop tops, plants, you know? tops, colas, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, holy shit, that looks just like regular nugs, man. Oh, it smells like it, looks like it. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. It blew my mind. And I just said, you know what? I want to get into this because now it's not 
you know, me out there showing people how to grow, you know, I've taken people from growing in a, in your backyard, in your shed to building greenhouses. And then I went recreational. And then the last couple of years was let's just go all out. Let's grow 500 acres of this shit, you know, like major agriculture tractors and, you know, feeding with large 12 inch water pipes and, you know, just, I got into the drones and the filming of it all. And, yeah, you know, the the flare cameras to see the the efficiency of your irrigation and fucking it, runoff yeah. and slope and all that. Fuck and yeah, it just, dude. Uh, you know, I love every aspect about the industry. And then, you know, the growing part, I've been doing it for so many years. It just kind of, uh, you know, got monotonous. And yeah. I, I, didn't, I don't want the industry to become monotonous to me i don't want to feel like i'm doing the same thing every day so i got into the lab part where it's a rapidly evolving uh everyone's chasing the new cannabinoids yeah and so at one minute I'm, I'm doing cannabinoids but it's like it could be worth a lot of money for that cannabinoid but then as everyone starts to know how to make it the price goes so far down and so low you just add that to your menu for your customers and then you go chase the new one yeah and so that's it's it's just a race to see who can who can find them all you know like yeah pokemon i like the 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 race (laughs) the competition i guess you'd say you know the hell yeah how people develop pills and stuff that are you know um just putting different cannabinoids together like right now i'm working with a buddy of mine because the cbn is such a new new cannabinoid um a little I, i guess a little bit about cbn is that, I mean, it's just like CBD and CBG with the anti-inflammatory, uh, you know, helping, you know, swelling and stuff like that. But it's, uh, it has all that, but it's also, uh, you know, a lot of people say it makes you sleepy, which it doesn't, but it is, it does help fight insomnia. So, but it's, uh, so the, the best way I could say is if you took some C, CBN, you're not going to just nod out and just you know be out cold you you could be out you could just you'll just feel very relaxed and you're fine but the minute you say hey look i want to go to bed you'll just you'll lay down you'll close your eyes and you're out cold you're like instant rem you're you're just so out yeah that you don't you're not doing anything but you still wake up go you know go take a piss you still you still hear your dog bark and say what what's he barking at you know like you're still like cognate hearing yeah but every time you wake up check something out go to the bathroom and then you lay your head back down out cold there's no there's no like trying to fall back to sleep you know you're it's like you just got knocked out and uh because of that with with its anti-inflammatory type of properties i find that you know i have a bad back and it's always messing with me i find that when i take it i sleep so hard and so well that it releases all that tension in my back. Or if you have a pinch in your neck, take some CBN and you yeah. wake up the next morning with no pinch in your neck anymore. You yeah, know, it's, dude. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. You know, it's, it, to me, it's, uh, right now it's my favorite cannabinoid, I would have to say. Well, dude, me, me too. Like I, I, cause I, man, there was this lady, I was in Phoenix for two years, 2018, 2019. I moved back to Spokane in March. Um, but, this lady, I would do the farmer's market thing down there, right? Where you go and pay for a table and put up your jars. This one lady had syrup and it was, you know, she'd make the dirty sprites and all that shit and sell them for five or 10 bucks. And at the, the first time I got one from her, I was like, these are legit. I drank like two or three of them was like, yes. And then every time I got it from her after that, it just wasn't as strong. And I don't know what, she, I think she was using BHO, but she didn't decarb it as long after that first uh, time. And she, she just was like, man, it's a live function. I feel somewhat irresponsible serving all that to everyone if they have to drive, you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, fuck that shit, girl. I cook it longer, you know? So it's, uh, it's cool to see a product where it's like, nah, this is what I want from from that product you know what i mean and it's i feel like girls like her and anyone else who's who's making like a a syrup type product or it's like shit you could sell it in like a kool-aid fucking packet dude you know what i mean and mix it in with the drink because 
is it is is it soluble like water soluble after you turn it to distillate so yeah so we we take it to distillate and then and then we'll turn it to isolate yeah which, oh yeah my isolate my bad I, I yeah so isolate, once you once you take your distillate and it's called crashing it out once you crash it out uh you're left with isolate and then isolate's your pure product at that point it it's not water water soluble soluble or uh or, or compatible at that point okay but they have a machine what's called a nanotization machine yeah and nano emulsified i heard yep. that term from my homegirl Catherine. man yep and what all that's doing is it's vibrating so fast that it's it's literally taking like let's say cbn and you're going to take that cbn molecule and it's going to shake it so much with like sonic vibration that it blows it apart into a bunch of little tiny molecules and at that part at that point it's what they call water compatible which if you poured it in water or soda or your beer or whatever it would mix with it okay you know and then and, and then through nano emulsification it's going to allow it to go through into your bloodstream uh and assimilate more of the product uh better because okay. with with most cannabinoids the the molecule is too big so if you're taking something that's uh, let's just say 75 percent purity you're not going to pull in that whole 75 percent so you're gonna your body's gonna assimilate let's say 50 percent of that yeah so through nano emulsification you're gonna get more towards that 75 percent of what you're gonna you're actually putting it in your body that's dope man more effective yeah and that makes sense and that uh marketing guys need to hear shit like this too so they can explain the difference you know what i mean lately i've been doing some uh like there's a place in texas that like because we're getting these like cbd uh dispensaries going on now yeah and you know and they, they had some in arizona too i was like just cbd like, it's, dude arizona blows my mind i'm from arizona oh really Ty? yeah I, I i 16 and a half years i went to high school college everything in arizona up in prescott arizona Ty, uh, man back when i was in arizona it was nothing was legal yeah I mean, you get caught with a joint you're going to jail you know like <laughs> yeah and now to see them go, hit recreational amazing man That's yeah funny. You know, Arizona's come a long way, man. Fucking A, dude. I want to shoot yeah. for that snowbird life, bro. You know what oh. I mean? I have a spot down there for right about now until March <laughs> or April and then come back, do the farm thing. It just. Yeah, I, so long in Arizona, though. Like, I love Arizona. Uh, it's it's an amazing place. The The sunsets out there, the sunrise and sunsets, one of the most beautiful I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, lightning in Arizona is amazing. Hell yeah, you know, the dude. lightning storms. But yeah. I came out here to Oregon. I came out here because of cannabis. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, Oregon had just gotten, the, you know, medical cards at, the, at that time. This was 13 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to be a part of that movement in, in cannabis, you know. And I've been chasing it all, ever since then. For 13 years of being here, man, just chasing that, you know, yeah. trying to get into the industry. That's dope, man. I, I moved to Portland in 2010. And then I, I got into it for a while, seven or eight years. And then I moved to AZ in 2018. Like 2016 was my heartbreak fucking partner investor guy jerked me. So yeah, it just like that. Uh, I, I did one more outdoor in 2017 and it wasn't super huge. And then I just, uh, I, I bailed to AZ just because I, I split with my son's mom. So it was just, I couldn't find a place to rent for six months in Portland and I knew I could do it in AZ. So I just bailed down there. Yeah. Now I'm in Spokane, but I, I like the Northwest. I missed all my friends and fam up here, dude. Like I didn't have any cultivation homies in AZ, like no nothing, no music homies. I, I ended up meeting a couple friends, but not like I Arizona, got, Arizona's the slanger state, you know, everyone's just slanging the buds, dude. They're, yeah. Hey, I got one. Yeah. But they're not, it's not like, like here in Southern Oregon, fuck, dude, there's crops right off the side of the freeway. You know, like you yeah. walk down the street, there's a big ass plant just hanging over someone's fence, you know, and like nobody out here is taking plants or anything because everyone just grows their own damn plants out here. It's just weed is yeah. literally everywhere down here. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's that's what I like about Oregon, especially too, because uh, here in Washington, the 
rec law didn't allow for home cultivation. So there's no four plants here. Everybody just has to go to the store and ah. I just get tired of what's on the shelf at the store after a couple of weeks. It's like, man, there's like, <laughs> there's so many tight breeders out here. Why, why aren't you guys, like, everybody's just right clicking everybody else's style. And there's just, there's so much uh, in the recreational space that, you know, it's uh, every, you know, like most dispensaries are only looking for that, indoor fire you know that 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 looks good and, and sells good because people are are buying off looks yeah but you can you can buy something that looks amazing but it doesn't get you that hot yeah man so so it's a you know real big uh i, I call it cloak and dagger thing you know like look at yeah. this it looks so good and yeah. and most of them are like oh we don't even want outdoor anymore you're like but the outdoor honestly gets you hires a lot of the time yeah you know? there's so, there's more it's, cannabinoids in the plant when the sun is shining on it, man. Oh man, I I tell you, you know, you know, same thing. With, you know, why is the farmer guy way bigger than the guy that works in an office? Because the farmer guy's out there putting in the work, to, you know, yeah. staying alive underneath that sun. Hell yeah, you know? dude, for reals. And yeah. like, uh, the the rock wool and water shit is really fucking popular right now. You know what I uh, mean? You know, I actually started with with hydro back in the day yeah and i loved it um i just wasn't catching the terpenes and and that the flavors yeah. you know like i was growing these i mean like high times quality flour yeah. and and i was just like i don't know I, I felt like i was missing something and then i went to like no-till organics and in the soil and it blew my mind on the flavor the smells just everything yeah regenerating your soil you're not tossing shit out you know like yeah after every grow you're just reusing and it blew my mind man it changed it changed the way i thought of you know cannabis me too yeah. I've, I've, yeah. i was like one of like two homies in my group of 10 friends that jumped into that shit too it's like I, and everybody's like man what did you spend this year i'm like 3k they're like, what? You know what I mean? Like, dude, this fucking yard of compost is 20 bucks, dude. You get the amendments, fucking mix that shit up and let it sit, bro. Like, yeah. well, what kind, kind of newts, what kind of newts did you use? I'm like, I didn't use any. I just used compost, tea, and water. Yep. Shut up, dude. I'm throw like, some, dude. Throw some worms in there. <laughs> yeah, bro. Serious. And it, it yep. just, I, that's dope to hear you say that, man. It makes me feel good about decisions that I've made, too. Oh, man. No-till's been... It's been my way of growing for a really long time, man. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's what, it's what really, you know, that was my, that was my thing on YouTube. I taught people, you know, no-till growing and. Yeah. There's another guy, Joshua Steensland that I'm a huge fan of. That's, and he, he does that's, the... that's my buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, fucking, I love that guy's work, bro. Yeah. He's come down here. We bumped into each other a couple times, uh, at some soil conventions and then, uh, now he's in hemp and uh you know he came down here he's up he's up in portland area okay and then he, he came down here and we're we're trying to set up some uh collaborations and stuff like that to work together awesome so, dude i can't wait to see some of that stuff too because yeah, he's, a, he's a good dude really yeah good dude. We, he was on episode episode number two of our podcast we, oh was he we, yeah i got to interview him yeah man Sweet. it was dope yeah, yeah. and oh, yeah. I, I met him he came to our uh I was working at Natural Wonders in Portland for like a year and he, he came in a couple of times and I got to meet him at a different spot and get a sample of his uh, flower rosin. And it was the grease monkey. I think it was, I think it was the shitty one that dope cup with. And right. I just gave, I just kept one of the flowers and gave everything else to the homies at mer at work. And <laughs> they were all like, dude, who is this? I was like, it's that, that dude with the beard that came in, man. You know what I mean? And he's doing that fucking Dude, yeah and when i started following him after that it was like holy shit look at what he's doing like he's barely even using tea like it's just straight well, up water as it gets the whole more time mature and that soil sets up and you're not messing around with it yeah it just takes a life of its own you know yeah dude I, i'm That's... just uh i try and preach that to everyone too because it's you know it's yeah. it's so many wins you know what i mean it's like Okay, maybe the one minus you're not you, your yield might be a little bit less than with fucking hydro you know what i mean or or well, cocoa the the what i always tell people is you know no till 
it, you know, you got to put a little bit of work into it to set up a good soil at first. And then as you know, your first grow is, I always tell people is going to be your worst grow. Hell yeah. Because it sets up, you get a good harvest. You're like, hell yeah. But then you let it go a second round and you're growing in it. Now your buds are a little bit bigger and a little bit more flavorful. And you get into, in the, you know, your 10th, 20th, 30th turn through that soil. Yeah. They're just huge buds. You're not doing shit to it, but add water. And they're just, you know, it's just doing itself. It's weed being grown from weed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Composting the weed right back in there. Yeah, dude. I, I, I don't know, man. Cause I, I'm indigenous also. I, I'm Nespers Indian. I grew up on my reservation in Idaho. So Nice. It just lines up with the principles of the shit I believe in, too. It's like Mescalero nah, Apache right here. Oh, you're shitting me, dude. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's dope, man. <laughs> One of my buddies I grew up with, his dad's uh, San Carlos, man. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, you know, he, he'll go down there and visit, you know, his fam sometimes. And yep. That's that's tight man that's where the brown guy comes from everyone's like oh you're mexican and i'm like no i'm indian i said it's red, red skin not brown uh, skin. <laughs> that's dope bro i didn't i did not i assume the same thing man that that makes yeah. me like you 10 times more now too bro you know <laughs> yep. I mean? Mescalo, like, apache azteca well because there's uh, spanish because there's even less indigenous people you know what i oh, mean yeah. who are it, yeah. so it's like fuck dude that's really yep. big shit man well we're uh so one of my neighbors, I, my, my lab is in like a, I don't know, I think there's like probably 12 units of other people, you know, mm-hmm. and there's another extraction facility down at the other end of me, and they were just bought out by the Indian tribe. Uh. And so we've been talking because, you know, when the Indians are doing their thing, um, they're able to sell to all the reservations anywhere yeah. across the United States. So uh, I, I was talking with them because... I'm, I'm doing conversions and, and, and making things that they can't, they can't grow in the plant. And he was like, well, this is great because we want, you know, grow. The Indians are growing. We can bring it to you. You're native American. You can, you can do the conversion. And now we're doing this, you know, all Indian grown, all on the reservations. Keeping Hell it, yeah, you know? dude. Like yeah. man. Yeah. Native owned businesses, bro. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's super tight. So, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Uh, here pretty soon, I, you know, I'll be having like a, a website for the company and then uh, putting up product lines and all that type of stuff. So people that are looking for, uh, for you know, uh, more obscure cannabinoids that they can't find in a dispensary yet or anything like that. You'll yeah. be able to purchase it and, and check it out for yourself. Dope, man. Man, that's that's tight, bro. And and you got the rec license too, like to, to get in dispensaries, or is that just um, uh, I used to have the rec license, but with the, my investors, we went through like this whole court battle and stuff like that. They took the license. I just walked away because I'm not I'm not a court type of person, you know. Like someone's like no, I hate going to that place, man, for any reason, man. Yeah, you know, so I'm just kind of like, you know what? fuck that you know i if i walk into a court and i know i can win a case i still feel like i'm gonna end up in jail <laughs> so, same bro all that old old life you know hell but, yeah i'm conditioned <laughs> but, to be fucking anxious in that environment man for real so i tried to just stay out of a courthouse and and so i just gave up the recreational license i got into hemp and uh you know i just pretty much got my business fully certified it was a it took five and a half almost six months to get the legal paperwork done uh you got to go through your, you know uh your city or your county you got to you know approve your land use certifications yeah. for doing post-processing then an architect has to come in and like approve your building to have a solvent in there and all this stuff you got to have uh, rated walls and you know all this stuff they 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 look at us guys in cannabis as we're going to, we're going to kill everybody by doing something, you know, something's going to blow up, yeah. you know, like these garages we're doing back in the day with VHO. Yeah. And so there's so many hoops and so much money you got to spend just to become legal. It's ridiculous. When okay. the neighbor guy is a welder and he has all this, uh, you know, uh, uh, settling yeah. and the settling where if that shit blows up, we're all dead and there's a fucking crater in the earth 
Yeah. But he, they were like, oh, you're a welder? Oh, cool. Just roll your shit in there and get your business started. You know, yeah. like for me, they're like, oh, you can't start until all this stuff is done. Yeah. So it's it's amazing. A. But you know what? With me right now, I'm the, I'm the sole owner of my company. I'm the sole investor. Everything I have in my shop, I own outright. And if I don't have it, I'm not going to extend myself out on credit. I'll just wait, hustle my ass off, earn the money, go buy a new piece of equipment. So no one, no one right now is in the position to screw me over except for myself. That's and dope. to me, you can't, can't lose that way. You know, you can't yeah. lose. So no doubt. unless I, unless nobody wants my products. <laughs> well, no, nah, bro. I, I want some, bro. I would, I would <laughs> hype that shit up. Try to sell it even, you know what I mean? You know, it's, it, yeah. You know, it's, uh, as I've, as I've started the business, you know, the, the business starts to find you, honestly, yeah. you know, you find one guy, he starts working with you. He tells another guy. And before you know it, just people just keep calling you, but it's definitely a, uh, just like construction where I came from, you know, it's a uh, feast or famine one yeah. minute, boom, you're, you're busy as hell. You're making money. And then all of a sudden, like what I found this year was all of a sudden work just stopped. And so, same, you know, I, I like to save my cash. Same. So I was, I was, I was just like living off, save money. And I was like, why did everything just stop? It was because yeah. everybody was harvesting. They were all, all the people who want oils and doing anything like that. They were like, Oh, wait, wait, we gotta, we gotta cut down our crop. And so all their money and energy goes into the crop and then poof, now everything's fired back up. Everybody wants stuff and they're, and they're running hard. So I realized this year I have I have to prepare for you know a two month slump of yeah pretty much nothing for a minute yeah so that's why I'm starting up product lines <laughs> yeah that's dope dude um can I ask one more question before I, I ask my my cookie cutter question I, I ask everyone um I wanted to ask a little bit about the the process from distillate to isolate like yeah you you said xing it out or something can you talk um, about that a little yeah bit? you're crashing it out crashing uh, it out. <laughs> so when you have distillates, you're nice golden distillate, right? Yeah. And what we're doing is we're, we're heating the oil up and we mix it in with a, a certain solvent. And that solvent, when you mix it up, it, you know, what you're doing is you're kind of just like, you're thinning out the cannabinoids. Like, so that, you know, when you have just oil, it's thick, right? Yeah. So the solvent's going to like kind of liquefy it down. And then you, you freeze it. But the process in making isolate is if you freeze it, it'll just crash out and it'll, it'll make what's called a polymorph. So like, looks like crystals, right? And if you leave it just the way it is, it'll grow big crystals, like, like quartz crystal looking yeah. stuff, right? But we want fine white powder. And so what you do as it's freezing, you let it sit in the freezer for about an hour. And then you, I just put it like a, you know, like those egg beaters that are like a wire whisk. Yeah. You put that on the end of a drill and you just, woo, you get this oxygen inside of the oil and the solvent. And, and what it's doing is it's called, it's causing what's called nucleation. And then you put it back in the freezer for another hour, pull it back out, do it again, and then leave it in the freezer overnight, come back the next day. And it'll be like a, like a solid block. And like it, it's, that's what's called crashing out. It yep. turned into a solid block of CBD and whatever else was in the CBD. Well, now you pull that all out and you take what, are you familiar with a, a, a Buckner filter? Um, I, don't, I, I made uh, CO2 capsules one time for a guy in Portland. So, you take, I, so a Buckner uh, filter is, you know, the, the in, in, in the scientific world, it's called an Earl Meyer flask, but it's a, it's like that triangle glass uh yeah. like beaker yeah and then on top of that you you set like it's a glass cup that fits inside of that flask yeah that glass cup is a filter that you can put i mean you could put it as simple as a coffee filter in there mm -hmm. but what you're going to do is you're going to scrape all this cannabinoid that, that's crashed out inside of this jar and you put it in there and you run salt cold solvent and what it's going to do is it's going to flush through that crashed out material and then through vacuum, it's going to pull all, all the alcohol and solvent into that into that flask. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing there is you're washing out everything that's not CBD. Right. And then when you're done, 
uh, you dump it out onto like a sheet, like you saw on my Instagram. Yeah. Just chop it all, all, all out and you leave it, you know, in a nice hot room and let everything, you know, evaporate. You can use an oven on low heat or a vacuum oven. It all does the same thing. But uh, once you're done, you have a, that fine white powder. Yeah. And that's how you, you know, the reason why it's called isolate is because you isolated the molecule. So at that point, you isolated your CBD. Dope. Or CBN. Yeah, 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 man. And it's um, the same thing, uh, THCA diamonds that everyone, you know, is the big thing these days. Yeah. Same, it's the same thing, except for they're not putting that uh, that that spinner in there, the, the nucleated. They're just letting uh, the crystal grow. Uh, you know, and, and they're doing it with with their solvent is butane. They're putting it in a jar and then putting it in an oven with some heat. And it just and, and through time, it'll grow those crystals. And that's how that's how you get the THCA going. Yeah, di- diamonds and sauce or whatever they call yep. it. Yeah, yep. hell yeah. Fuck, dude. Thanks, man. Cause <laughs> dude, dude, I see guys posting shit like that on IG all the time, and I'm like. Fuck! I wish you'd come on my show so I ask him what he's doing right there. You know what I mean? Because yep. I'll talk it, about this stuff all day long, man. <laughs> yeah, because I, I man, Josh Steenslin too. There, he was doing a YouTube video one time and he was wearing a Jungle Boys T-shirt, right? And someone on the feed was like, "Why is the big no-till guy wearing a fucking Hydro Growers T-shirt?" And I was like, "Cause he's not being a fucking hater. That's why. You yeah. know what I mean?" And yeah. and and he he responded to my thing. He's like, "Right on, Katie Kane." And because <laughs> it is, he, he and he and he responded to that guy just by saying, "Man, I respect anybody who's spreading knowledge." He yeah. goes, "Those guys are really successful." And he goes, "I think it'd be a shame if they didn't share some of their process for for people to learn." You yeah. know. And so he goes, I, "I," he goes, "They do that." So that's why I'm supporting them. You know what I mean? And so well, you I, know. It, if everybody did the same shit, we all did the wore the same white t-shirt and blue fucking jeans all our life. There'd be there'd be no individuality, you know. Yeah. Like so, so with all of us appreciating the guy that I mean, I appreciate the guy that does hydro. Fuck, that's a lot of work. Hell you yeah. know, the other guy that work that grows with advanced nutrients, and then the no-till guy, and I mean, there's the super soil subcools shit that he yeah. had. You know, like. What it is, is, is we're all baking the same cake, but we're all our own chef, man. You know, somebody yeah. throws blueberries in the pot, in the cake, and someone throws strawberries, you know? So, yeah. you know, we want a variety, and, and, and it's appreciated and respected upon. You know, the people that think their way is the best way ever, ego is taking them over. It's eating yeah. them up. You know? and so, I appre- you know, just like Joshua, you know, we, we appreciate everybody. You know, yeah. we just prefer our way of baking that cake. Yeah, I prefer your guys' way of baking the cake too, man. God damn, <laughs> man, for reals. That, that, that's, that's what I try. Anybody who asks me any questions online, I'm just like, hey, follow this guy online. Sweet. You, you know, it's a better product, let, less money, less, you know, like, dude, less yeah. harm to the, the world, everything. Um, yeah. So I got one question that it's two-sided question good side bad side you kind of answered some of it but it, you know it's cool to to get an answer based on this i want to start doing clips of just this question and people's answer uh the first side is the good side um what do you feel has been your best move on the path to where you are right now going solo man it's Dope. you know doing it on my own i mean i'm not doing it all on my own i have my best friend of over 25 years with me Mm-hmm. uh i die i die for that fucking guy so yeah you know uh i couldn't do it without him and so the best thing we did was decide to work for ourselves and get our own hustle on it worked in the black market days so fuck it's got to work in the legal days right <laughs> yeah man yeah apply yourself man yep yeah no doubt that's a good good answer uh the, the other side of the coin is what do you feel has been your biggest mistake on the path to where you are right now? You know, my, you know, and that, that kind of goes with that first question, I guess, you know, my biggest mistake that I've ever done in my life was putting my life, trusting my life with other people and saying, Hey, don't worry, bro. I make it, you make it, you know, and you never will, you know, Uh, I just, you know, everybody, 
you know, when you work for somebody else, they're the ones putting all the money in. So when large money gets made and they're going somewhere, they go somewhere, they bring you with, but you're just an employee. Yeah. You know, same thing as if like I've been that guy a bunch of times in the weed game. So I always tried to fucking do my own shit, too, dude. You know, I come from the construction world, dude. I'm a high voltage journeyman electrician. And I, you know, I I I always work for people's companies, busted my ass all my life. That's the reason why my back's all fucked up, all this stuff. All I did was try to be the best guy on the crew. Why? Because I wanted to get up into that foreman position to where I was driving a nice truck, checking on the people, making sure the jobs were good. Yeah. But the guy that was a dickhead that did half the work always ended up becoming the, the journeyman or the, the foreman because they didn't want to lose me in the field as the hard worker. Yeah. So, so I always screwed myself out of the higher positions because they didn't want to leave me, take me out of the field because then they're losing all that good work. Yeah. So, dude. Same. Working with other companies, I always did such a good job. They love me to death, but at the same time, I'm stepping on my own feet because I can't rise to where I want to get to the level where I want to be because I wasn't working for myself. Yeah, you dude. Know? And part there's good partnerships. I know people that have amazing partnerships. Joshua Steenland's one of them. It seems like his his shit's solid. He's got a good crew, and I'm building myself a good crew. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I I own the company so that. I can make sure that no one else steps on my feet. You know, I could, I could step on my own if I want to, but at least yeah. I, I'm, I'm manifesting my own destiny finally. Yeah, man. I dig that. And it's easier to take a L when I'm betting on myself. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, I can live with that. It's just like, if I, well, you know, when, when you're doing yourself and you, and you do take the L you still have your shit. So you're still like, well, fuck. All right. You know, like, there's no sense in crying over shit. I need to get back on my feet and keep going, you know, yes. and that's, you know, yeah. the hustle, you know, and that was, that was my show on the, on the, on, on, on YouTube. It was the daily grind, man. It was, it was about grinding. Yeah, <laughs> you know, man. Sometimes I made a fool of myself by showing people my losses, but then I got right back on my feet and showed them, you know what? It's, it, this is like a gamble, right? You, you put it that, that quarter into that machine and you hit that, that slot machine, you lose. You yeah. do another quarter, you lose. Eventually, you're going to fucking win, right? So yeah, man. I'm just sitting here gambling, waiting for my win. <laughs> well, dude, and I, I, that's why I asked that question too, man. It's it's always fun to talk about the wins, but the losses are relevant, man. You know, and My like, losses are way up here, dude. My wins are way down here. But, I, but I, I, I'm changing Same. that shit. <laughs> Same, man. It's it's getting more in, in proportion now, man. You know, it's, I, but that's where age comes in, man. Like, as you're you know, you're ready to conquer the world as, as a youngster, but you know, you gotta, you gotta get stepped on and ran over a couple of times to, to kind of mature yourself and figure out the, the best route. Some people get lucky. They, they start something, boom, they're, they're on top. But most of us, you know, a lot of people fall out because of the failures, you know? Yeah. And, and a lot of people quit, man. And I've yeah. always been, that's, you know, I, I earned a name in the industry because the people are, a lot of people are like, holy shit, dude, I've seen you lose out so many times to get back up, you know? And I'm like, dude, I can't, I'm not going to cry over spilt milk, man. I'm going to go right back to that fucking cow and just get my own damn milk, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's about survival and just don't quit, knock the dirt off you and keep on trucking, you know? Yeah, man. R really good words and good message, dude, for anybody listening. I don't care what game you're in. Yeah. That's that's if you want to win, that's the attitude you got to have, man. Yeah, like, do it. Eventually, you'll hit the home run, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Keep swinging, man. For real. Yep. Yep. Um, shit, dude. Uh, is there like uh, we're at an hour now? Um, is there any other ideas or, or anything you want to talk about or, or promote? You, you got a website coming soon for Solo Scientific? Yeah, Solo Scientific's coming soon. Um, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure uh, what, what the website address will be. Cause I, I found out there's a solo scientific. Uh, so it might have to be like solo scientific LLC.com, you know, yeah. just so I can get yeah, the, that's, the that's web fine. address, but uh, you know, it's solo CBD is the product uh, line that I'm going to be putting out there. Um, you know, anyone who's interested, just follow my Instagram. 
It, I, I'm known as Brown Guy 420, but my Instagram that was taken too. So I'm Brown Guy 4200. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I, I was like, man, I, I figured it's 420 though because it's weed shit. And then my uh, my YouTube also <laughs> for the videos. As soon as I get off of here, I'm going to be working on on the next one. But I started my you know my old YouTube had the somewhere close to 60,000 followers, 3.7 million views on it, oh, and then dude. they shut they shut it down because my old investors contacted YouTube and said we were going through a lawsuit and YouTube said, fuck that. And they, they shut my whole channel down. Dang, so I'm starting man. it back up. So if you want to follow that, that's uh, under my name, Paul Rosas, P-A-U-L-R-O-S-A-S. R-O-S-A-S. Paul Rosas, ladies and gentlemen, follow that channel on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, fuck, dude. Is there any way you can get the old page back too? like, have you messaged? Dude, YouTube I've hit him up. I've hit him up. I, I know somebody that uh his sister runs things like like instagram profiles and she knows a guy through youtube oh, they hit man. that person up and i've never gotten a response i i still to this day keep sending them shit saying hey look dude like the lawsuit's no more like just give it back man yeah you know? and so the best thing i could do is i i saved on my computer almost every episode i had ever done on building a wreck farm i re-uploaded all those now all i'm right. starting to put out my new my new videos i'm trying to get back into that whole fight you know once a week i post a show yeah yeah but once you drop out it's hard it's like it's like yeah. it's like working out and then you yeah. got fat and then now you're trying to work out again you got to get back into that like groove yeah yeah and so I, i'm a little bit behind on my weekly schedule but i'm getting one out again so <laughs> hell yeah dude yeah same man there's there's been shit happened so we couldn't do an episode that night so i try and go live or, or make up for it like keep something stashed but it is dude every week is like I got to stay doing it no matter what, man. You know, that's what, that's what gets the, the views though, man. When, if we can make these videos, like they're a TV show, people can plan on that on Fridays, they're watching you. you yeah, know? man. And it's, it, it's a hustle. Cause especially for you having to go out and, and, and search for those people, man. You, Dude, you got yeah. to be in that YouTube and that Instagram, man. Like it, it <laughs> is, and it's nine times. Well, maybe eight times out of ten. Like I'm like this guy's tight, but they don't respond. You know what I yeah. mean? And so it's like fuck. So it, it just it is. It's like cold calling for sales or anything else. But I yep. I love doing it because it's not just that I get to hear the stories. It's that I get, I get to share them with anybody else too, who wants to listen yeah. to the, the YouTube channel. So for sure, for or sure. the Spotify or whatever it's, uh, it is dude. It's, I fucking haven't watched TV for like three or four years, bro. Like, YouTube is a, yeah, it is like, there's so much more relevant information to my life and what I'm trying to yeah. do that I can find. And there's guys like you, spreading that that info and that knowledge bro and and it's you know there's there's schools popping up thcu this and that and when people ask me i'm like nah just search what you're looking for there's a guy yeah. doing it and making videos about it yep. or he's at least writing posts about it in a forum so look for that info because that yeah. The school's not going to sell it to you as such that guy actually fucking did it and took pics and fucking posted them you know what i mean Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. But I'm I'm more than happy to, you know, when I get new cannabinoids out there, man, we can we can get back on this, revisit. And yeah, talk dude. About I'd I'd love to have because bro, there's I'm gonna write some down next time for like specific nerdy uh chemical questions too, man. Cause because <laughs> I, I mean I appreciate you explaining the gist of it because I feel like anybody else who's listening will be like, okay, I kind of understand that. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah. so deep, but I want to ask some deep nerdy fucking sciencey questions well, you know too. maybe maybe uh next time i could i can do it at the lab kind of show show you know we can we yeah you know, put it on the phone so i can move it around but show show like a short path distillation system and, yeah because you know? that that's a really popular term right now too i remember hearing it at a conference like five years ago and now it's that's the way yeah you know what i mean like like the mandalorian this is the way you know what i mean yep. like it, it uh <laughs> I, when he said it at the conference, there was people scoffing in the crowd, right? You know, but it's that's how it's done nowadays. Is that that? Yeah, but, and and as always, it's just all we're all chefs making the same cake, just different ways. You know, like 
I, I distill people, people will talk down on it because they're like, it's terpless. You, you get rid of the terps and everything. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that they get re-added later if you want like a vape pen or something. Like if you want like a raw oil with the flavor, go for your rosin, go, go get those diamonds with the terp sauces. You know, I'm, I'm purifying into a distillate, which is a different, it's a whole nother crowd of people but it's also the best way to get into a product line, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, to each their own, you know, it's, uh, you yeah. know, like, like we were just talking about how people have different ways of growing different ways of everything. I'm just another, another piece in that big ass puzzle of cannabis, you know? Yeah. And, and then, uh, the, the CBN products, are those out yet or coming soon? We got, um, I have a CBN pill that I'm about to, to break out. And uh, what, what I'll do is, uh, you know, through my uh, direct messaging on Instagram, uh, if you want, you can shoot me your address. I'll shoot you some CBN pills. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd love to try those, man. Because yeah. like, man, that's yes. Yes. And please. we're actually getting one together right now. That's going to be, uh, you know, the, the pill right now has 8.4 milligrams CBN and 8.1 milligrams of CBD. Um, but we're doing one that has CBD, CBG, and CBN all in the pill. Damn. And uh, it'll be 10 milligrams of each. Damn. And that's, that's our, that's good. I think that's going to be the special one because it's going to have all the anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, um, just everything mixed into it to where you could take one or two of these, sleep like a baby, and any kind of hurt or pain will try, will try, melt right out of you. Yeah. Cause dude, I, I'm a firm believer too that sleep is the best medicine. No matter yes. what, if I feel like shit, I gotta crash back out, and that's usually the issue is I can't go to sleep because I'm, I'm yeah. fucking sick or I hurt or something, you yep. know. So that's yep. tight, dude. And this will help that, man. I already, I already believe in it, man. <laughs> like serious. Hell yeah, brother. Serious. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, th man. Fucking good interview, Paul. Like, uh, thank you man th thank you for coming on the show and sharing so much info dude like it, it means a lot um and taking the time i know you're busy as shit you know you got, you got all kinds of stuff Crazy going busy. on yeah <laughs> but i'll always take time out man and talk and do all that type of stuff you know because having your own business you you, you got to get yourself out there you know? yeah so i'm trying no to doubt. get it back on so I, I i really appreciate the uh opportunity to get you know to get my ass back into getting into all this stuff yeah stuff, so. yeah man any any anytime you need uh extra body or a guy to talk to on the show too or whatever dude if you need any kind of help from me man let me know you oh, know yeah, um and then if you need uh like like bro if, if you want to come back on the show when you have the new the triple cannabinoid yeah. pill all that like any anytime you want to come back you know welcome oh, dude like for sure brother brother yeah because it brother. uh dude i'm just all right yeah man it's it's i'm really happy about this interview i'm, I'm gonna uh, it, it has to convert on my computer and then i upload it to youtube i'll send you the link um as soon Perfect. as it's uploaded it might take usually less than an hour it'll take so and i'll post it on my social media to get all my people over there on your on your page too thanks man um right. yeah and dude like serious and you can sell these anywhere too right because it's anywhere hand. around the world yeah I, I i'm gonna yeah dude I'll, I'll definitely recommend this to a lot of folks because it it is that's uh i appreciate it thank you yeah I'm, I, I can't wait to try some i'll message you my address too dude will do brother all yeah. right yeah, i'll get some out to you all right all right so all right, I'm brother. Do, yeah i'm gonna do my outro dance ladies and gentlemen this was the 83rd episode of concerned das podcast i was your host katie m kane our guest tonight brown guy 420 paul rosas solo scientific Please search those terms on social media and Google. Get yourself informed. Uh, also look for his CBD and CBN pills and also the CBN, CBD, CBG pills coming soon. Um, big fan of the guy's work. Glad he came on the show. Uh, please, please check him out online. He's, he's spreading a lot of knowledge and that's uh, what we need in these days and times. I also got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a main node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.